All right, welcome back. I want to welcome in our good friend Mike Neighbors, covers the Saints and the Bucks. And, uh, well, Mike, uh, it's the storyline that all of us journalists and storytellers always love. <laughs> Uh, the 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 redemptive story the uh, the shunned you know favored son is now coming back to to haunt the Buccaneers maybe um, as Jameis Winston takes over for the New Orleans Saints we talked about the possibility earlier in the year and here it is partner what's the word in New Orleans I'll say this Jameis Winston JP has made a lot of bad decisions in his life mm-hmm. the best decision he ever made was going to the Saints no doubt and now he no is doubt. reaping the fruits of the great decision. Now, this could go sideways. It could go great. I'm kind of thinking it's going to go somewhere in the middle. I think Jameis is going to play well. He's going to make some mistakes because that's what he does. But it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, I can't wait to see it. That's the thing. I mean, this is must-see TV right now. Um, Absolutely. And, and you're so close to Drew. Um, let, let's talk a little bit about that. How's he feeling? Um, and I mean, talking about coming back in a couple, three weeks, come on now. No, come on, Drew. Come on, Drew. You got six well, cracked was, ribs and a punctured lung, for God's sakes. Take a break. That's wh- that's why he's Drew Brees. I mean, he's at <laughs> practice today with five broken ribs, wearing a ball cap, dancing to the music. He can't. It's driving him crazy, JP. What is wrong not with to be him? out there? That's that's why he's great. That's why Brady's great. That's why these guys are good because they, they're, you know, they can't help themselves. That's why they're still playing at the age of forty. Uh, you know, I interview him after every game. We do a show, and I could tell he wasn't Drew and. I thought the most interesting thing he said, though, was it wasn't just that sack, the personal foul, which, by the way, wasn't a personal foul. Let's play nah, football. But right, right. I mean, that's a whole other story. Um, it wasn't just that. It had stemmed from what he said, quote, unquote, a cumulative amount of time. So, you know, these old quarterbacks, they are tough, but these injuries build. I mean, he set out a couple of weeks ago. I knew he'd play, but that was a shoulder injury. And then you're hearing reports that he injured the ribs initially against the Bucks. Yeah, I didn't really see him get touched much in that game. Yeah, I was going to say, did he run into a cooler on the sideline? I, I mean, don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know happen? what happened there. Yeah. That may be fake news, but you know, he—that's what the reports say. But uh, it was a cumulative injury, so I thought that was kind of interesting after the game. So, what is he really dealing with then? I mean, we're talking about. Um, what five cracked ribs and a punctured lung i mean i heard greg mcelroy talking about it. it took you know him 37 days and he tried to play in the sec championship game when he had that injury and the first time he got hit he was done so i mean yeah i, I guess the, the thing I'm, I'm gonna ask is what is the the plan for the saints right now and is it smart for them to actually try and shoot for having drew Brees back in three or four weeks why not just let you know, Jameis make make this run and maybe get Drew back for the playoffs. Well, I think it's um, you know when you look at it, they hope that he plays well, and then you can delay Breeze. Right. You know, if the if the train's rolling, you're going to rest him as much as you can. Now, now, here's the thing with Breeze, though. You know, last year he missed five weeks with Bridgewater going in there. Bridgewater played well, but the defense really bailed the team out more right. than Bridgewater. I thought they really stepped up, and Breeze comes back the week before the bye week last year. I thought he was crazy, but he played well, and he wanted to be fresh after the bye week. He just didn't want to come you know, right out of the bye week and, and not be fresh. So I thought, he was, I thought that was a crazy move, but it ended up being a good move. So I think you know, it's hard to predict anything right now. I don't know right. how Jameis is going to play. Mm-hmm. I don't know when Breeze is coming back. But when you look at the schedule, JP, you know, they have the Falcons, the Broncos, the Falcons, 
the Eagles. That's not a murderer's row. But no. then you have the Chiefs. Now, I could see him definitely being back for the Chiefs, but if you add that up, that's one, two, three, four. That's five weeks from now. So I think yeah, that's about right. I mean, he may yeah. come sooner than that. It's a home game against the Chiefs. I can see the defense and Jameis holding the fort. And let's just say they win, you know, uh, three out of four. The Saints are still in great shape down the stretch, and they get Breeze back, and they didn't have to, you know, throw him out there right away, which they're not going to do anyway, but it helps when you have a quarterback who's holding down the fort if Jameis could pull a, a Teddy Bridgewater sequel. Yeah, and but I think the cautionary tale here is what McElroy said. You know, he did all he was supposed to do in rehab in it for 37 days, which is what you know, uh, five weeks, right? Um, right. And and he the first hit he took, he was injured again. I, I, my point right. being that you know when you're a quarterback and you're you're rotating your core, your your all your power in your arm comes from that. Um, right. You know, this is an especially terrible injury at this particular time I, I can only think a, a shoulder a throwing shoulder injury would be would be worse and, and when he comes back I don't know if he's going to be able to play through it that that would be my my biggest scare if I was a Saints fan well yeah yeah I mean you're you're right in everything you're saying but you have the McElroy precedents but you also have the uh, Tyrod Taylor precedents where he should have been back a lot sooner than the training staff made it worse. Right. And then he's out for the year. And obviously yeah. the Saints aren't going to, you know, don't plan on doing that at all. Yeah. But, you know, last year was the thumb with Drew Brees, and you knew he could kind of work his way out of it, and it was more predictable. Right. But, yeah, these punctured lungs, these cracked ribs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about you. I've had cracked ribs. You oh. can't sleep on them. Well, I mean, you can't do brutal. anything. You can't move. No, you can't. You uh, can't. Yeah. So. I don't really know. You know, it's it's to me anybody who's making these guesses has no idea. No. Anybody who's predicting what Jameis is going to do, as you know, no you have idea. no idea. So this is the ultimate wild card in every aspect of the story. It really is. Well, and let me ask you this. I, I I mean, the word is that Jameis is beloved by his teammates, which he always is. Yeah. Um And you know, I think they're going to rally around Jameis and. He's, he can do things, frankly, that Drew Brees can't do. And I'm Absolutely. talking about, you know, get the ball downfield. I mean, it could it could make the Saints offense even more dynamic if he just doesn't throw it to the other team. You're absolutely right. I mean, this could be a great thing in so many ways, JP, because everybody likes to talk about the whole Jameis Winston-Taysom Hill deal. The depth chart had Taysom Hill second string. Whatever. It's it's stupid. Don't don't pay attention to that. I mean, the the worst thing for the Saints is now Taysom Hill really can't be Taysom Hill, as you saw him a few weeks ago playing the Bucks. Yeah. That whole dynamic is going to change. But you're right. I mean, if Jameis Winston can avoid the mistakes, and my goodness, that's a broken record. Yeah. But we know he can throw the ball downfield, and the Saints have these young receivers, Deontay Harris, who's a big special teams guy too. He can break away from secondaries. Breeze isn't going to hit him long. But Jameis can, mm-hmm. and that's the difference yep. in this offense if Jameis can step up and do it. But, boy, there's so many ifs. But here's the thing with Jameis, too, JP. You know, the Saints have a better setup for him. The offensive line is so much better than the Bucks. Yep. You have Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray in your backfield. There are no more excuses for Jameis Winston. Now, when he was with the Bucks, he should have got some of the blame. But I do blame the offensive line. I yep. do blame the only good running back they had was Doug Martin when he was there yep. for one season. But now, no more excuses for Jameis Winston. He has the complimentary parts, and, you know, he gets another chance. We'll see how he does. But, you know, for a long time, there have been excuses for him. No more excuses. Hey, real quick, um, when A.B. went to the Saints, I believe it was last year, right before the playoffs, 
Didn't he bring like a camera crew with him or yeah. some crap? It's legendary. In the I, I talked to guys who are on the staff there. I think Sean Payton probably took one look at that and said, "Get the hell out of here." I mean, I'm just floored that the Bucks, you know, sign him. I know you need a receiver. Maybe you want to keep him from Seattle. All that stuff, but you have good complementary parts here. I know what you needed to do is. If you're gonna br- if you're gonna bring a controversial guy, bring in an offensive lineman. That's what they really need. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. I mean, that's that's been it protect Brady. They win, but yeah, yeah. I, if you were the Bucks, would you just? I mean, I think he's gonna get suspended by the NFL anyway. So just cut bait now, right? I wouldn't have signed him anyway, so yeah, I have no either. problem cutting him now. I mean, I'm all for second chances, but he's had <laughs> this is his fourth chance. And for a guy to say he's changed in, in a month and when this is obviously his last chance and he has to say these things, I'm sorry, I'm I'm not, not naive, JP. I don't think most people are. Let's you know, let's let's don't be naive here. I, I think, you know, and I I really praise the Bucks organization. They've done so many things right in the last few years. They're making a great yeah. name for themselves in the community, which wasn't always the case, by the way. And I think they've really taken a step back and the way they're handling this by not answering the question what did they know right. and when did they know it it's just it's a bad look bro when you love to have a hard knocks moment when bruce arians and jason light and tom brady discussed this whole deal i would have loved to have been a fly in the room for that one i would oh you man <laughs> i can tell you where bruce was at hell no absolutely. I, absolutely I don't know what what card brady or or light played to get they get that cleared through bruce because he was not on board with this and not all. only does he not on board because of his history, he's coached the guy. He knows know. what he's about. He knows. I'm, he told me more things about what went on in Pittsburgh that would make freaking hair stand up on in your neck that he I won't make public and he won't make public. But right. and that's why when they signed him, I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Because I, I know Bruce, no freaking way was ever going to be talked into this. And you know what, JP? I'm not a cynic by nature. But when you have stories like this, we've covered sports a long time. You know certain things, but there's always more. Yep. There's more that and you it's don't usually know. A lot and, worse. And, and and you just said it. And I, it doesn't surprise me at all. Not one bit. We'll see what happens. All right, Mike. Yeah. Thanks, man. As usual, appreciate it. And hopefully there'll be one more game between the Bucks and the Saints. I think there will be. I NFC don't know if James will be the starter, <laughs> but I definitely think there's gonna be one more for sure. It's and gonna, we'll talk about it. It's gonna be fun. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Anytime, JP. All right, quick break. When we come back, Brittany Lincecum is going to join us. She'll be playing at the Pelican Women's Championship right here in uh, Pinellas County, not far from where we are right now. Um, The pride of Seminole. Brittany Lincecum will join us next. Stay with us.